Hello, is anybody there? Let's see what's going on here. Look okay, out, turn those speakers up for a start. Hello, welcome to day 40. Four zero. Day 40 of the Social Distance Social Club. Unbelievable. I remember when it was day one, and it's like, um, oh, it's just great, isn't it? When, when you just consistent. Hey, oh, that's what I was talking about yesterday. When you're just consistent at something and it just grows and grows and grows. Out of interest. Hi, hello, hello, Natalie. Hello, let me just uh, bob up here. Out of interest. I would just like to know how my YouTube... The whole point of this was to see if we were great. So we've got 606 subscribers on YouTube. If you're thinking of doing something similar to what I'm doing, I'm here to help. There we are. Not here to get paid for it uh, <laughs> because I, I don't know enough. But I, I do know my story. If I can help you transfer your job onto the internet so that you've got an internet arm that you can that you can use in these times of lockdown. There we are. That's what it's all about. Today I'm using StreamYard. I got a question yesterday whether StreamYard would work on Instagram. I believe it doesn't. You've got to get a second program called Yellow Duck, apparently. But probably me being a bit clumsy about these things i'd probably just put a second phone up and stream that to instagram but there we are this is the modern world and there we have it good morning good morning caroline good morning sophie good morning marie annabella bom dear kerry and katie thank you for joining us if anybody's got a question oh i need the invite don't i yep that's gonna help okay copy that so let's just Get that in the comments here. I'm putting up the link now. If you go on that link, then you can ask a question or appear on the show to chat about whatever it is you want to chat about. Okay, so that link's gone on. And just for people who haven't seen this uh, show before, might not realize why I'm putting the link on, you're invited to join. My area of expertise is rider confidence. I also delve occasionally into horse behavior interneting your job and general lockdown shenanigans and conundrums so there we are i hope everybody's having a lovely morning it's getting ridiculously hot i've had a great morning in fact i've had a long day already um yeah so i did a, a little bit of filming with luminoso that's the stallion and the parrot uh these are a little bit funny these little insta insta 360 go cameras because you never quite know if they're working or not i'll tell you what if i just take a little video now if it works i'll put it on, put it on my... okay two little beeps means it's working if i put it out to the camera you can see that little thing uh it should be flashing uh yeah so they're a little bit tricky you can never quite work out if they're working or not so I suspect that GoPros might be a bit better. It's got, I've got a little necklace thing on here, which it sticks to. It's like a little magnet. There we are. So apparently you can film from your chest, but you store it. Well, in practicality, you store it there, you take it off, you press the button, there you are, and then you video your setup. So I'll put that on later. If anyone's interested in what it looks like from my angle, 
when I'm doing this, that's what it looks like. So there you go. If you would like to join the show, let's <laughs> wait to the camera. Nice. I'll post that up. Okay, if you would like to join the show, let me just write that in case anyone's not aware. If you a plus bell, if you would like to ask a question or offer advice on rider confidence internetting your job or anything else click here lovely come on then let's have somebody join the show and ask a question absolutely lovely so i saw it again yesterday advert somebody saying confidence giver wanted It's not the horse's job to give confidence to the rider. It's your job to give confidence to the horse. If you get a confidence-giving horse and spend your time going ooh, ah, ooh every time a pheasant jumps out or you go past a haylage bag or something like that, you're not going to have a confidence-giving horse very long before it starts trying to work out what's wrong. We see people all the time because of the thing that we do when we go to shows and we've got flags and, and, and all, sort, all sorts of stuff. And you see horse riders come past and they the horse was walking past. I mean, I, I see it here when people come for lessons. There's a, a whole pile. You know the way you just store your jumps in one corner? The whole pile of jumps over there. And people come for a lesson and they bring their horse in and the horse is just walking quite happily past the jumps and the rider stops it for the horse to make up its own mind. Now, hands up, I, I am aware that a lot of people subscribe to let the horse make its own mind up, but I always have the attitude that it might decide no and then we're going to be in, in trouble. If it makes its own mind up, it might change its mind to me. Basically, I get through to the horse that if I'm schooling you, then clearly nothing's wrong. And schooling you means giving you instruction. So at some of the shows where we're at, you, uh, we do, oh, in, any, in case anybody doesn't know, um, my name's Carl Greenwood. I'm a rider confidence coach, a hypnotherapist, and a performance horse trainer. And we have a show, a Jigitofka show, which is a Russian style of tent pegging, the Russian Cossack sort of skills. And we go to county shows. In case you didn't know, if, if anybody's interested, it's uh, www.internationalcossacks.co.uk. And we go to these shows, and sometimes we're allocated a area for ourselves, our horses, our horse boxes, all our crew. We have quite a big area, and usually it's near the main arena. But sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's a little trek towards the main arena. And we might have nine horses in a show. And you've been to county shows, you know what they're like. As you go there, there's uh, there's 
the you know those kids are on bouncy trampolines that look like spiders they've got this framework and the kids are on bouncy trampolines and and bungees so they're all going up and down they've got the guys doing the shoot the ducks with the air rifle thing we've got people doing the zorb balling where you get into a ball and you roll around this big inflatable arena you've got the inflatable slides you've got roller coasters the the crazy house everything and we've got nine horses to get there so it wouldn't do us any good at all to let the horse make its own mind up when it comes to the tram first horse comes to the trampolines and stops and looks at it and makes its own mind up and even if it makes its mind up the way i want it to make its mind up it's still going to take it 20 30 seconds to go oh that's all right that's all that happens is those kids bounce up and down well there's 30 seconds gone the second horse does the same we've got nine horses <laughs> you can see that we're not going to get very far very quickly because by the time we've got used to the kids we've then got to get used to the pop pop range and then we've got to get used to the zorb i mean it's just not going to happen it would take us all day to get to the arena so we march forward getting the horse to march exactly how I like to lead a horse. Now, I like to lead a horse with, standing right at its shoulder and the, the head of the horse being just in front of me. And I, that's how I lead a horse. And I'm certainly not going to change it now and let the horse think that anything's wrong because I've changed my regular um, routine of how to do things. If there was ever a time to stick to routine... <laughs> when you're going past all the Zorb balls and the air rifle range and the kids on trampolines and the Red Arrows simulator. So I'm a, a great fan of not letting the horse make up its mind. Hello, Tracy, you joined us as well, smashing. Okay, lovely. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you, everybody, for joining. If you have any question on rider confidence, um, and it doesn't matter what discipline you're you're in, the rider confidence is the same. You do you do your horsework, whatever it is that you do, Western riding or or natural horsemanship or or classical or whatever, whatever. And your instructor says do A, B, or C. And if you haven't got the confidence to do A, B, or C that's where I can step in. So anything, any questions about rider confidence, any advice about rider confidence, or interneting your job, which is what I'm doing now, turning a bricks and mortar business, which you see behind me, my stables, into an internet arm, because we're all in lockdown, which isn't going to last very long, which is very exciting. We're, we've put new dates on. Anybody who's got the... Um, we had an offer earlier this year for the rider confidence um and you, you get a voucher which is valid for a year well half a year is gone <laughs> and you haven't been able to fulfill your vouchers so anybody who's got a rider confidence voucher we put more dates on the website yesterday there will be more we only put the rider confidence a month or two in advance um all the vouchers for rider confidence horse archery stunt days Jigatovka camps, normally they're valid for a year. They're all going to be valid for two years now. So that if we put on the dates for this time, but if they don't suit you, don't panic your vouchers. Although they've got one year date, we're going to extend them for two years, of course. 
The website is horsebackcombat.co.uk for all the courses that we run. So there we are. Don't panic. And we'll see you in due course. However, we're starting to make sure that everything's clean. We're doing we're doing cleaning things and cutting the grass and getting the maintenance people in. We've got a wildflower meadow that we've just sown. Hanging the gates, just making it all look spick and span. And I believe that we're going to start the courses June the 1st. So there we are. There we are. And I've got a nice little comment from Angie. Look, I can show this on StreamYard. It's very clever. Beautiful. Look at that. Okay, so we've got a question here. Uh, Georgina, if you would like to join the show, give us a bit of context as to this. Um, and then maybe we could get that. What you need to do, I'm going to put the link in the comments here. Control V. If you've got any question, uh, I'll just I'll just bob that one from Georgina back on there to give you an example of the questions that we answer. And there we are. Oh, look at this. This is nice. Oh, I'll leave that on permanently, I think. Super. Okay, then. So, is the link? There's the link. If anybody wants to join. Oh, how do I get that off now? If anybody wants to join the social club, there you go. Come on, then. <laughs> oh, when I was... Um, I'm just going to chat now while somebody joins. When I was flying Popper Guy and the, the Stallion this morning, these flipping red kites came over, and they're so determined to be hunting Popple Guy. I was really quite worried. I was going round and round and round on the horse. Popple Guy was going round and round with me, and then we had two red kites going round and round and round after Popple Guy. And I thought, if one of them dive bombs him. I'm not sure I can do a lot from on top of this horse here. But anyway, there we are. We'll have to rely on him being being swift. Uh, anybody who doesn't know, Popple Guy is, is my um, blue and gold macaw. Oh, look, someone's coming to the waiting room. Okay. Let's have a little look. Oh, it's Chris. Oh, Chris is, uh, Chris is my tech man who is also learning to ride horses. Um, on account of he's done my website and all the all the tech and that. If you've got my book or anything, you'd have interacted with Chris. He's done an absolutely marvellous job. But at, through interacting with you lot, he's also been inspired to go and, and learn to ride horses. So let's get Chris onto the show, see what we've got. Hello, it must be early where you are. Yes, how are you, Carl? It's 6, 6.20, 6 a.m. Blimey, you're up early. Yeah, fine, thank you. How are you? I'm good. I uh, woke up at like 5 a.m. I hadn't cut my hair in a couple months, so I took the razor to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My wife called me a cue ball. <laughs> yeah, like one of those mic. You know when people have a microphone? When when, I'm, when my hair grows, my hair's like that, obviously. 
uh, when my hair grows, it looks like one of those microphones that you have with a great big wind cover on it. I was trying <laughs> you know, to keep the, some the big foam things. I was trying to keep some on the top, but it wasn't working, so off it went. So, what you got for the show, then, Chris? Are you asking a asking a question or offering advice? Well, um, you've known me for a while, and like you said, I'm a techie guy, but I'm. I know you coach horse riding confidence, but um, yeah, I almost didn't come on because I was very anxious. But I just said five, four, three, two, one. I'm going on. So here I am. Did you get the uh, five, four, three, two, one off me the other day? Because I've um, got, I got that off someone. Yeah, I think it's uh, Robin. Mel Robbins. Mel Robbins. I just listened to her video a couple of days ago. Oh, she's and... brilliant. Yeah. Me, hang on. Stay there, Chris. Just let me put that into the, the comments. So Mel Robbins is a lady that used to suffer from the crippling anxiety, absolute crippling anxiety and lack of confidence. And she's now all over the internet all over talk shows saying how she how she got over it and one of the tricks that she has is the five four three two one because you know when you're going to say something at a meeting or something and and then you just lose the moment but if you'd have done it in the five seconds and and it applies to everything even getting out of bed and that it's like you wake up the alarm's there and it's like five four three two one move and you'll find that you you bob out of bed let me just put that down there mel robbins yeah she was uh, uh, i watched an interview with her with uh, tom billier uh on youtube that someone forwarded me a few days ago so i listened to it and i was like well, you're right. If you if you think that you want to do something and then you hesitate at all, your brain will sabotage you and you won't do it. And that's no, how I've been. It's and absolutely that's how I true. Just got on the show. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, so here five, I am. <laughs> five, four, three, two, one, do it. That's yeah. absolutely fabulous. Um, the the other thing of, that I'm currently subscribing to is if you have an idea, you have to do it. Now, within reason, obviously, but you and I, we've done the, we've set up the um, Mounted Division Ultimate Rider Confidence course, which is a three-month online course. Oh, I should, oh, do you want to tell everyone where you live, by the way, Chris? Oh, yes. Yeah. So, so I'm from the United States. I'm near Boston, about 30 minutes north of Boston on the New Hampshire border. So the nice thing about the Ultimate Rider Confidence course is it's online it deals with every objection that you could possibly have that I've heard over the last 10 years with rider confidence, such as I don't have the money, I don't have the time, I don't have the support, I don't have the self-image, I don't have the uh, self-assuredness or the self-assertiveness, uh, I can't bear to have people watch me, uh, I'm always suffering from other people's opinions. If someone says something, um, negative or i perceive it to be negative it will stop me getting on my horse i haven't got any confidence in the horse i'm scared of the horse um and then that's all backed up with hypnosis and sessions over the internet just like this and it took a lot of getting together didn't it chris yeah probably what a couple months yeah yeah so it was, fun. It was a lot of fun and i have to say that when i thought that i could do well actually chris chris was the one who hassled me to 
come up with the ultimate every everything in everything i've learned over the last 20 years put it all in one bundle and away you go so he has me to do it we'd had the idea and i'm currently going with if you have the idea you have to do it but it was quite interesting watching my own like as far as the rider confidence and the content and the and the content and everything I'd learned about hypnotherapy in my career as a hypnotherapist, I was sound about that. I knew I had the content, but to take the five, four, three, two, one, do it, and we're going to do it, was it, it was exactly the same moment as for you, Chris. Actually, you you said you should do this, and once the idea is there, I had five, four, three, two, one, say yes, and I said yes. And, and then I was committed. And now it's in existence. Um, we've run two beta groups. Uh, Chris has been in both, both beta groups as you've been learning to ride. And they've been an incredible success. Yeah, and being in the group, so I was like, you know, I got to see what this horseback riding is all about. So I started taking lessons and I really enjoy it. Mm. But it's funny because um, one day we were getting the horse ready at the beginning of the lesson and she decided we were in the barn she decided i want to be down with my friends in the paddocks and she was going she bolted ripped the chain out of the wall and went down to her friends and um i think if i had seen that happen before i ever got on the horse i probably would never have gotten on the horse but it's funny i i being around you, I got to listen to all your tips, and I was just like, okay, mm. just keep super. going. Just keep going. Yeah, so super. I got back on the horse. <laughs> so, God. I know I could be a half mile down the road in like 10 seconds if she wanted to, right? Well, no, because you wouldn't now. Right. Because you'd be saying, go forward, go forward, go forward, go forward, do this, turn left, turn right. So, guys, if you ever want any tech questions, if you're thinking of doing what I'm doing and you need to know the experts, as I say, I only know what I know. And I know the few, and I mean few experts that I've met. Um, and Chris is, well, two, actually. <laughs> uh, I met a good guy on Facebook. Uh, Facebook ads taught me how to do Facebook ads. Uh, Martin Jolly Jarvis and Chris Lefebvre, I call him Chris the Fab, has, has absolutely made it possible for me to be here and, and doing the internet. And uh, hopefully I can return the favor in horse riding. Well, I, uh, I'm on the show, so that's something. Super. I didn't want to. I didn't want to hit join. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and and to be fair, Chris, how easy was it to get on the show? It's fine now that I'm here, right? It's just like yeah, we're yeah. talking any other day. Exactly, exactly. So there we go. Confidence goes way beyond everything. Do as Chris says. Look up Mel Robbins. It's brilliant. If you have an idea, do the idea, and then don't hesitate. Anything else to add as advice, Chris? Uh, thank you very much for coming on and giving that advice, by the way. It's super. No, nothing else to add. Thanks for having me on. And you know what's and really I... super is people can, can see 
when people come on to the show and they're a bit like oh i'm a bit a bit anxious a bit nervous it's like well they can do it so a few few years ago um i ran for city council in my town and i i just decided to do it on a whim because i didn't like what was going on and so i what part of the thing was i had to go on the local television and it was like a question and answer not a debate but you know everyone was up there and uh a good friend of mine actually my first boss when i was a teenager said just pretend you're talking to anyone in a regular conversation so i was nervous but i did i did it wow i don't know i'm still it's, alive <laughs> and you're still alive it's yeah. so interesting and also the other thing that we need to go get with confidence and uh, the whole thing about other people's opinions and everything else it just comes in practice and i've got a little phrase that i use a lot that you don't have to be good to start but you do need to start to be good well you've been encouraging me to go uh, to produce videos and yeah on, um, on the internet so that's what i want to do and just share my knowledge of technology and marketing and yeah so and and ultimately as you hassled me to have the confidence to do my ultimate rider confidence course uh and the other things that you you've hassled me to do and it and it is hassle initially it's like you need to do this you need to do this and then we do it and we go has built up my confidence in my internet side of my business to the point where I'm sitting here saying, if anyone's got a question, I can help you with my story, which is absolutely massive to yeah. me to be saying, I, I can help you. And usually when people ask a question, I, I do have a reasonable answer. And if I haven't got that answer, well, I'll pass one to you, <laughs> honestly. Here we go. Okay, well, lovely. It's been a lot of fun. Thanks for having me on. And I think, uh, this show is brilliant, as you guys say in the UK. Cheers, Chris. <laughs> See you later. Bye. Wow. That that's that really gets me thinking about confidence, um, how to how to help people get inspired at trying something new. And we've all got this other people's opinion, but those of you who could see Chris's nerves when he first decided to come on the show, and those of you that could see him relax, is your opinion of him any worse because of that? No. And yet we feel that if we're going to try something new, especially with on horses and this and that, or if you're the only natural horsemanship person in your yard, or you need to speak up at work, or we then think that people are going to react in a way that people just don't. In incredible. Um, Chris, if you're still watching, uh, don't make this the only time that you come on because uh, I, I think that was a, a, a brilliant example to other people. Anyway, moving on. Georgina's been waiting patiently. Georgina, you've been waiting patiently. Hi. Thank you very much. Hello, can you hear me? I can huh? hear me, I can hear me, and I can hear you. Cool. <laughs> um, yeah, my question is confidence and hacking, really. I had an accident about four years ago, maybe? No, five years ago now. And I came off on the road, 
and that was at college and the lady that was teaching us wasn't very helpful and kind of dragged me back onto the horse, dragged me back and I kind of didn't go hacking ever again afterwards so my own horse didn't like hacking. Um, yeah, and then I got back on a horse at my old work, but I don't really still feel confident doing it. Uh, so when the lady dragged you, is it one of those situations where she dragged you back on and then retrospectively you'd found that you'd broke your arm or something? Well, no, I didn't break anything. I, I was quite lucky. It was a 16-2 thing and it was, it reared up and I came off backwards and I got back on and she literally grabbed hold of the reins and it was really embarrassing more than anything that I got dragged through the other club through the class of her calling me names and everything because this horse freaked out from a lorry passing us and everyone was trotting forward and so the horse I was on got a bit like oh wait a minute what's going on I've tried to slow it down calm it down and the next thing I know it's just gone up on the speed bump and that was it we, we were off how old um, were you I was probably about 17 18 maybe fascinating fascinating I've got this thing that is that i express quite a lot this little story and it's about um stage hypnotists like Devon brown and things like that that there's a particular kind of hypnotic induction that screen hypnotists and stage hypnotists do and they say uh hello my name is carl and as you go shake their hand they grab your hand and they turn it backwards and they lift it up sometimes they pull it right in the air and they go sleep 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 and the person goes Whoa. and it's called a pat it's called, it's called a pattern interrupt, and it, it put, it's a, a speed induction. If, you, if anyone's interested, you can go on Google and, and you can see endless, endless ways that people inter... So the pattern is that I offer my hand, you get my hand, we shake it. This is pre-COVID times. <laughs> there we are. No, no, hang on. COVID's the magpies. COVID, yeah, this pre-COVID pre times um and this is pattern interrupt so basically you give the people a shock and then you give us a, a strong command and they're they're in a hypnotic induction it's the same principle that the police use when they kick your door in and they go police and they come and shout like that partly for their own protection but partly because they know that everyone will freeze and then they shall get down on the floor. Um, the endless, endless ways that this is used. It's called pattern interrupt, and it's a quick way of getting someone in a hypnotic trance. So what happens is somebody falls off the horse or, or has some shock, which is the equivalent of shouting police or kicking your door in or, or pulling your hand up or doing something unexpected. And for that moment that you've fallen on the floor, you're not even hurt. But you're falling on the floor and then you're in a hypnotic state of, of survival you, you, you're just shocked and a bit and if a voice of authority comes in and says something the chances of you doing that thing are really very very high so if somebody then confidently says jump up you're all right get on chances are you'll jump up you're all right and you'll get on which i did <laughs> Yeah, if somebody then shouts at you, says that that you you've been stupid, then drags you around and humiliates you, and you happen to be a seventeen-year-old girl who's probably quite self-conscious anyway, because we all were when we were seventeen. You can see how that would put you off hacking forever. Nothing, nothing to do 
with falling off the back of the horse because you were fine. Yeah. You've fallen down the stairs a higher distance than you fell off that horse and you've been fine, rubby bum maybe, and you've never gone <laughs> around going, I'm never going to go near stairs again. I've got a mental problem with stairs. So it's nothing to do with the... In, well, firstly, you came on and you said, I had a bad accident. And then you said, I didn't get hurt at all. Well, it, it, was a bad, it was a bad accident in the fact of, like... It was fine. I didn't expect it to happen. No, yeah. no, yeah, no, it was more scary than anything. Like, in, in my opinion, I, I'd never seen anyone fall off the road either before. I was the first one of my lot to ever have done it and never really didn't think it happened that much. And then all of a sudden, I was the poor lucky soul that happened to. So the, the, the lesson is... Even if the horse rears up and, and you fall off the back and you're on the road, you're usually all right. Yeah. That, that's the lesson because people have, I promise you, 10,000 people have fallen off this morning. And overwhelmingly, they've been all right. One of them out of that 10,000 might have got hurt because that's just the way averages go. But it's normal not to be hurt. And in fact, you've gone out, been in a crazy situation, fallen off the horse, on the road, you've been fine, which is normal. And yet everybody else will turn around and they won't say, you fell off on the road? Oh, you were normal. They don't say that, do they? They go, you fell off on the road? Oh, you were lucky. You could have been dragged. There was this woman in 1973. She fell off on the road and her horse dragged her. Her head came off and all her guts came out. And uh, that, that's what happens, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> there we are. That, especially if people are saying it when you've had that shock moment, when you've fallen off the horse and you're absolutely fine, but you were a bit very scared, you were frightened, you got that shock, and then someone says, you were lucky, you could have been dragged, your head could have come off. Your, your instructor's going, you're an idiot, you're stupid, I'm going to go and humiliate you. And none of this, none of it is related to the horse rearing and you falling off and getting back on again. Well, I think the worst part was is that the college actually banned me from hacking afterwards after I fell off. There so we I go. I didn't hack at, my, at the college and I didn't hack my own horse because he didn't like it. So I just didn't hack it. And now I've got a new one. I want to hack. I am certain that your reluctance to hack comes more than 50% from the reactions around your non-accident. These things happen sometimes. It's normal. In fact... It must be, because if you'd have been with a bunch of capable riders who don't take make a drama out of every little thing, if you'd have been with people and you'd fallen off and someone else had fallen off and they'd gone back on without a fuss and you got gone back on without a fuss and you'd all made a bit of a rude joke about it and said, oh, I thought something about trousers or the honey change of trousers now or something rude like that and, and, and you carried on. You, you wouldn't see that instance in the same way. And there's, there's no way that you would have thought that hacking was a bad idea. You'd have, you'd have thought what you could have done better is like, oh, that wasn't very good. So um, next time when my mare goes out and does this, that and the other, I'll put a stock saddle on it so that I can't fall off. Or I'll put a, a grab strap so I don't accidentally pull the reins. Because it's always pulling the reins that makes them fall over or, or makes them rear in the first place. Or next time that happens, as soon as those tractors appear, I'm going to A, B or C, turning the 
what if, oh, what if a tractor comes into an if then? If a tractor comes, then I'll do this. I'll, I'll have, you know, and you can you can discuss that with people in a positive, um, interested, dynamic way without having to discuss with people what could have happened, how you could have been, what could have done, uh, uh, and, and going into those awful black holes of conversations that leisure riders sometimes choose to do. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. So there's 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 the cause. That's why you you overly took it on board that hacking was a bad idea. The question is, what are you going to do about it? Uh, I'm not really sure, to be fair. Um, I'm not gonna lie. I went and stupidly bought a youngster that I need to teach to hack, um, but I want to hack it because. Well, I don't want to get sick of school, so yeah, yeah, I know yeah. it needs to be done. Yeah, I'm so I'm kind of forced myself into it. Have you read my book at all? I have it on PDF. I was starting to read it the other day. Oh, have you? Oh, right. Oh, well, look. Yeah. Let me let me put the link in there for everybody. I don't want every answer to turn into a uh, sales message from me. It's not the purpose of the show, but nonetheless, Carl. Greenwood.co.uk. But nonetheless, I have written this down in a book about one of my principal themes, which is if we're scared of something, if, if, if you're scared of something, first of all, find the joy. So bear in mind that when you currently think about hacking, how much does that incident that, oh, I can't see my hand there. Everything's back to front. <laughs> How much does that incident be in the back of your mind there? Quite a lot of time. I didn't. I haven't hacked for five years on purpose. Okay. So my when people work managed to get me on one horse, and that was it. So when people say "come on a hack," is is that the instant image that that appears, or does it not bother you that much, and it just comes up time to time? Uh, no one ever asks me to hack anymore because they know I'm going to say no because of what happened. Okay, so this image is bothering you and, and you're not shifting it? No. Is that is that correct? Is that what, that's what's happening? Yeah. Oh, cool. That's easy. Oh, marvellous. Uh, I'm afraid you're going to have to spend some money. But what's going on is that you're, you're turning an incident, which is never going to happen again because you've not got the same horse, you're not in the same place. That particular incident in that particular way, which is bothering you, that you can't get out of your mind, that when somebody says, let's go on a hack, or when you think let's go on a hack, instantly you're like, no, I'm not going to because of this image. So what we've got to do is find the positives, the joy positives. Let's get a bit more joyous than that. The joyous nature of a hack. What's wonderful about a hack, whether it's, you know, galloping along with the little, with the sun burning the back of your neck and the, the bees going along with you. I don't know, whatever it is, there's uh, all the flowers and the, and the galloping on the beach. Joy, 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 joy. And you need to find that at least as a possibility. Now, there's an awful lot of people who don't even find that as a possibility. You're like, well, what about what about the joy of of going on a hack and and the the beauty of seeing the sun and the flowers and the insects and and they're just like, are you mental? No. <laughs> <laughs> are you mental? 
but even you must admit that that joy is there for some people yeah yeah so that's what i mean you need to identify the joy because for the last five years or how long ago this accident was you haven't identified any joy with hacking at all so you need to put yourself in someone else's body if i was that person if i was that man if i was that girl i'd be really enjoying it start focusing more and more and more on this joy of why we want to go out hacking anyway of how much your horse will appreciate it how much of a nice time we'll have how much of a bond you will get with your horse how well you will train your horse so that if ever you sell your horse it will go to one home and it will stay there because you've given it good manners everything that's possible joy you've got to focus 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 on that so then we've got two pictures we've got this this is hacking hacking is oh scary 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 tractors or joy 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 galloping flowers sunshine so now we've got two this one here the tractors we now need to get rid of that this one image is bothering you and preventing the joy coming in so you've got to identify the joy and now you need to get rid of the tractors so that that accident specific accident is never going to happen again and if you're allowing it to block you then that's irrational it's just nonsense because it's not going to happen again when an irrational thought comes up and stops you from living your life that's called a phobia now people have irrational thoughts about everything some people are terrified of leaving the house for fear that they haven't cleared it of spiders from top to bottom and moved every cupboard and taken all the all the clothes and it cripples their life some people have an irrational fear of going out some people have an irrational fear of staying in some people have an irrational fear of frogs some people and and so on and so on that's called a phobia so if you've got an irrational fear of a incident that is in your mind it doesn't matter that that incident was based on reality the fact is it's over it's now just a picture in your mind in the same way as someone coming out their house with a picture in their mind that there's going to be frogs all over the high street you just need to go along to your friendly neighborhood hypnotherapist or in these covid times probably an internet session like this and <laughs> getting rid of phobias and it is a phobia because it's irrational that you're still dealing with it is a hypnotherapist bread and butter they do it all the time there is nothing that you can say which will catch them by surprise they will say yes we need to get rid of this incident and it will probably take three sessions about 50 quid each and if you go through that process in three weeks time that particular incident you won't have forgotten it you'll remember it but you'll remember it in the same way that you remember slipping down the stairs and not carrying any baggage with you at all okay. or yeah or walking into a lamppost or all the regular things that that hurt us that you can do and then not carry any baggage around it so if you yeah. go to a hypnotherapist and say look i've developed a phobia over this incident that happened and i need to take the emotional content off of that they do that all the time and you that incident will never ever bother you again 
You'll remember it, but it won't bother you. And if that happens, and if that happens, then you're free to take the joy which you've been thinking about and wind it up, wind it up, wind it up until it's a massive picture that you desperately want to do. And then when you want to do it, I want to go hacking. I want to have this lovely relationship with my horse. Then, then there's nowhere else to go but do that and, and have a great time. Yeah. Yeah. Good idea then. Right then. So get on to Google, look in your area, find a hypnotherapist dealing with phobias, give them a ring. Okay. Thank You're going you. to do that? When are you going to do that? Yes. I'll probably do it now, to be fair. <laughs> You're good. Off you go. Bye. Okay, bye. Let me know how you get on. Wow. What a lot packed into one call. Did that all make sense to everybody? There we are. Someone's saying they've been in, in uh, been in Georgina's shoes. So I hope that all made sense. I get so many people saying that there's, I deal with two kinds of anxiety and, and lack of confidence on, on horses. One is from an incident or an accident that definitely happened. I say definitely. Sometimes it's an incident that you've had. Sometimes it's an incident that you've witnessed. Sometimes it's an incident that you've read about. Sometimes it's an incident that you've simply imagined over and over and over again until it might as well have happened. If you've got one particular incident which is blocking you from moving forward and enjoying your horses, whether or not it was based in reality, and most of the time they weren't, they were just imagined, but it doesn't matter. Imagination and memory might as well be the same thing. It's just electrical pictures flying around your head. Come to think of it, reality is also just electrical pictures flying around your head. We run on electricity. I think that I'm sitting here by my fish pond with uh, some sort of stables behind me because that's what my brain is saying. I'm, I might be in a padded room somewhere <laughs> talking to the wall. I don't think I am, but there we are. It, it really doesn't matter whether you've imagined it or experienced it. It's over now. And if it's got well-defined edges, this one incident that keeps popping up all the time, and it might be the time that someone said this or said that, especially if it came after some sort of shock, some sort of shock happens, and then a voice of authority says, you were useless, or uh, you're lucky you didn't get dragged, or your head could have come off, all that nonsense. And... The fact is you won't hurt because it's normal not to get hurt. People fall off horses all the time. Horses rear all the time. But if you've got one incident that won't let go, that's a phobia. Don't pretend it isn't. And the answer to phobias is pop along to your friendly neighborhood hypnotherapist. He gets rid or she gets rid of phobias all the time. It's nothing. And then that incident will never, ever bother you again. The other type of anxiety is just the general anxiety, you know, just being around horses, having somebody watch you, uh, thinking what people are saying about you, um, 
oh, I'm hurting the horse. The horse doesn't like what I'm doing. All that kind of thing. That is a general anxiety that is 80% of my clients. And the other 20% is people with a specific incident that stops them moving forward. There we are. I hope that all made sense to everybody. And thank you very much. Uh, is anybody else going to come on? I'm just going to have a quick flick through and say thank you to Tracy and Karen and Heather and Kerry and Beverly and Chris. Chris, thank you very much for coming back on. That was really good. Um, and Natalie and everybody else, thank you very much for joining. And hopefully I'll see you tomorrow. Leave, it, leave any comments that this has uh, helped with. And if you know anybody who is able to be helped by the content in today's video, and I've been really pleased with it, please direct them, share this to them, share it to the, the horse groups, and we'll see if we can't all have a great time on our horses. Okay, thank you, everybody, and I'll see you tomorrow. Bye.